you're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for our Black and White Sports. Well, I don't know what it is about Antonio Brown, but frankly, he's all over the place. I mean, you have no idea what's going through this guy's head from one moment to the next. Now, for full disclosure, I think it is absolutely atrocious what he came out in that post he made about Tom Brady and Giselle and his wife. It's it's world-class cringy what he did in that pool. Absolutely unacceptable behavior. Um, I don't know what goes through this guy's mind. In fact, i got to be honest with you. I'm not even sure he truly believes this statement that he made right here. Do I think do I think and know that he's cool with Kanye? Yeah, he absolutely is. There's no doubt about that. Um but Antonio Brown sometimes finds these weird moments of clarity, I guess when the bipolarness is not actually kicked in. I mean, who knows? He keeps saying he doesn't have mental problems, but dude, you're all over the place. All over the place. And not only that, but to have went after Tom Brady, do you not have the um, right, wrong measure in your head to realize that you wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring right now if it wasn't for Tom Brady. And let us not forget, Tom Brady let this guy stay in his house with his wife at one time. Does anybody remember that when he was coming to the box? Yeah, that happened, okay? Um, so Antonio Brown has come out, and he's made some comments because the other day Kanye set the world on fire when him and Candace Owens went out in public wearing... Wearing White Lives Matter shirts, <laughs> which, of course, is is accurate. I mean, everybody's life, all lives do matter. White lives, black lives, everybody. And everybody knows, you know, Kanye also dropped a bombshell. Uh, and a bombshell as in just saying what we already knew, Black Lives Matter is a scam. Okay? And he just come out and said it, Black Lives Matter is a scam. We know that. Well, now... Antonio Brown has decided to step up and co-sign Kanye, and he actually takes it a step further and says, all lives matter. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Antonio Brown. Oh, wow. TMZ. Just crazy. Antonio Brown, I'm Team Kanye, says all lives matter. We He may have turned his back on Tom Brady, but Antonio Brown is sticking by Kanye West's side, channeling his buddy's controversial campaign and saying, quote, all lives matter. Ye is facing a ton of criticism over the White Lives Matter shirt he wore during his Yeezy fashion show on Monday. But despite the negative reception, he's dug his heels in even more throughout the week. A.B., who recently trolled TB12 over his marriage issues with Giselle Bunchen, isn't breaking ties with the artist. He reposted an old clip from August showing the two bouncing music ideas off of each other, including an interesting caption. Quote, all lives matter. Hashtag call God booming. A.B. said on Instagram, adding hashtag Donda always. Okay. A.B. and Ye have gotten pretty close recently. They've worked on music together. And the Super Bowl winner even took the reins as president of Don, Dondi Sports in February. 
Brown has also had his fair share of controversies. Recently, video was released this week showing the ex-NFL star appearing to expose himself to a woman in Dubai. Sounds like ABNE will have a lot to talk about next time they hook up. And uh, so uh, that just tells you right there, this, 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 cat is, this cat is really strange. He really is. I mean, like I said, he's not wrong. All lives do matter. And yes, Kanye's not wrong. The BLM is absolutely a scam. And I find it hilarious he wore them shirts out with, with, with Candace Owens because, um, look, it caused a hell of a lot of backlash. We did that video over on the network channel because it's more of a political topic. But Antonio Brown, I mean, I'll give him this much credit. He's not afraid to say what's on his mind, okay, which I can give you some credit for, but the problem is some of the things that you say are so out in left field and so uncalled for and so offensive that I just can't get down with it, right? The stuff talking about Tom Brady's wife and all that, and look, really what you did in the hotel pool was disgusting. It was unacceptable behavior no matter what blind squirrel finds a nut again look ab has trashed colin kaepernick calling him a total fake and a total fraud antonio brown speaking clarity blind squirrel finds nut all lives matter blind squirrel finds nut he's got this one right maybe A.B., you should apply common sense to every part of your life, and you would turn out... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And you would be doing a lot better right now. Again, let us not forget, this man, if he still had his shit together, could be playing with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers right now. He could have been playing with them last year. I contend they would have won another ring with AB. So, then there's that. You could still be in the NFL as a wide receiver right now with Tom Brady or somebody or somebody even peace. I'm out till next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Make sure you use promo code USA first. All one word USA first. All one word will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys. We're going to be talking about Brittany Griner here in this video As you guys know, Brittany Griner is serving a nine-year prison sentence in Russia. However, Brittany Griner has actually appealed her nine-year sentence.
That's actually going to be heard, I believe, um, at the end of this month on the 25th, if I'm not mistaken. And Cheryl Griner came out yesterday and said that um, Brittany Griner is pretty much feeling like a hostage in this situation. I mean, she's stuck in Russia, the United States. They offered a prisoner swap, but Russia has not actually accepted anything. Now, Vladimir Putin has other things up his sleeve. He's dealing with Ukraine. Brenda Griner is really, really low hanging fruit for him. It really is. Now, Joe Biden, he's not really doing anything. He's not. I mean, actually, the focus of Joe Biden really should be on the high inflation that's going on. Record high inflation. The gas prices are creeping up. California has a record uh, price for gas gasoline right now over there. But I digress. Cheryl Griner appeared on CBS News this morning, folks, and boy. She gave us some uh, details. Brittany Griner's broken. I'm just going to call it what it is. It seems like Brittany Griner is broken. And she offered a shocking detail here if this uh, appeal actually fails. If the appeal fails, it actually could get much worse for Brittany Griner in Russia. Here we go, guys. Over here on CBS News. Cheryl Griner on speaking with wife Brittany Griner. The most disturbing call I've ever experienced. So let's go ahead. Let's read this, guys. Cheryl Griner has had two very different phone calls with her wife, Brittany Griner, since the WNBA star was arrested in Russia for drug possession, drug possession charges in uh, February. For the first time, she was delighted. Quote, it was just so delightful just to hear a voice. Cheryl disclosed about the first call. She thought her wife was OK and that uh, they, quote, could survive this. Now, check this out, guys. Second phone call. It says here, but the second phone call had her worried. Quote, you can hear that she was not okay. If you think about just a person's suffering and when they have suffered to to a match, she was at the match that day, Cheryl told CBS Morning's co-host Gail King. Griner remains in Russian prison ahead of her appeal hearing on October 25th. So it is going to be on the 25th. Cheryl said that after the second call ended, quote, I think I cried for about two, three straight days. It was the most disturbing phone call I've ever, ever experienced. Uh, quote, it's just the most still, I think, moment I've just ever shared with my wife. She said, I didn't have words. The WNBA All-Star and Olympic gold medalist was arrested at a Moscow airport in February after she was found with less than a gram of hash oil and vape cartridges, which she has prescribed, which she had prescribed for chronic pain. In August, she was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. Uh, quote, I do believe a crime should warrant a punishment, but it must be balanced. So I'm assuming here that Cheryl Griner is saying, hey, Brittany Griner broke the law and that she should be punished. She doesn't agree with um, nine years of punishment. Now, look here. She says this BG has truly suffered beyond her crime already. So to her, she's already she already believes that Brittany Griner has done enough time. Uh, Cheryl uh, says she is hoping a prisoner swap between the U.S. and Russia happens before the upcoming hearing. That will not happen. It absolutely will not happen. A recent meeting um, at the White House reassured her that Beijing Biden is fighting alongside her. I mean, think of this, folks. They have to put their faith in Joe Biden. 
a man that can't do anything right. They have to put their faith in him. She says this, quote, he's doing what he can, but there's another party in this situation. And we also are dealing with the need for Russia to have mercy on BG as well. Well, guys, Russia has not responded to the U.S.'s offer. They can care less about Brittany Griner at this point. And I believe that the facility that she's in right now, I'm not really sure, but um, it used to be like an orphanage or something. And there's actually a, uh, a statue of Vladimir Lenin in the courtyard. I mean, this is a Soviet style place right there. I'm pretty sure Brittany Griner is very, very uncomfortable. I would not want to be there. But however, folks, it could get a lot worse. Check out the next thing that um, Cheryl Griner uh, says here. She says she fears what will happen if Griner's appeal is denied. Quote, once that hearing is held and the order is finalized, BG's now in the position where she could be moved to a labor camp. My brain can't even fathom it. And guys, that appeal. We know it's not going to work. It is not going to work. Once they convicted Brittany Griner a few months ago and sentenced her nine years, that's a wrap. Brittany Griner's only hope now is a prisoner exchange, nothing more. If she goes to a labor camp, folks, I did a little bit of research on this. My goodness. It's a concentration camp. Think about the Uyghurs over there in China right now with um, uh, the communists actually doing to them over there. Think of the Nazi concentration camps is something like that, guys. I was reading up. I heard stories about prisoners being starved, worked to death. It's like 16, 18 hour work days. Uh, prisoners are abused over there. It is really, really bad. That is not a place that anybody would want to be. This is just crazy right here. If she actually ends up in a uh, concentration camp over there. Man, I, I I actually would feel bad for Brittany Griner. I really would. I mean, that is just insane if she actually has to go to a labor camp. 16, 18 hours a day, little food, getting abused. And what they try to do over there, they try to break you. But Brittany Griner is the one that wanted to bring in, what, less than a gram of hashes oil? And now she's actually suffering for this. You know why? Because she didn't want to fall in law. She did not want to fall in law. She's in a foreign country and she knew that she was actually breaking the law. Even here in this country, if she got that prescribed in Phoenix, in Arizona, she can't bring it to another state because that other state, actually, it could be illegal. Like I believe over here in Texas, it is illegal. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, Brittany Griner facing a Russian labor camp if this appeal fails. Boy, I got to admit, man, I don't want her to go to a, a labor camp. I really, really don't. I mean, I am not cold hearted. I do believe that she should be doing time in a Russian prison. But if she is going to be subjected to beatings, starving to death, man, that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Folks, this is why. You need to you need to actually follow the law. You shouldn't be engaging in illegal activity. What Brittany Griner did was completely illegal. And the problem is the political party 
that she supports doesn't believe in following, following the law. They support criminals. They really, really do. And it's just sad. Now, Brittany Griner is definitely, it's definitely going to be a long, long time before she actually gets to come home. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for Black and White Sports 2. Well, Bomani Jones, who we're going to talk about here, is the exact reason and example why Black and White Sports and Black and White Sports 2 is successful. The Black and White Network starting to grow. We're well over now 200,000 subscribers across all the channels, right? And um, now we're around, right around 5 million views a month, up or down a little bit. Um, but that's growing now. It is consistently growing. And it's because of... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Companies like Disney and ESPN rewarding people like Bomani Jones. Now, Bomani Jones has been very vocal about the fact that he hates white people. And I guess that's just fine to the Marxist ESPN of China. Um, they will reward failure, it seems. Now, one could certainly construed if they wanted to, because certainly based on a merit in production, there was no reason for Bomani Jones to get re-signed by ESPN. And we'll go over those reasons. Um, but certainly, certainly one could speculate as to why he still got his job. By the way, he's got an HBO show. The ratings are terrible there too. Okay, and I'll give you a prime example. Last week I did a video... Bomani Jones was talking 49ers, and he couldn't help himself. He could not help himself. If you were not all in on Trey Lance being the 49ers starting quarterback, it was because you were white and you were racist. And that's exactly the kind of trash takes that caused him to have the lowest rated PM ESPN radio show in the history of their company. And we'll get to some of these numbers. Now, keep in mind, they re-signed Bomani Jones. They cut Kenny Mayne. The next one, the next couple will make you shake your head. Mike Golick Sr. Yeah, the legendary Mike Golick, Mike and Mike. Ryan Rosillo. Look, I mean... We all know Rosillo would have stayed if they would have offered enough money. Come on. And he was the best thing they had on radio. Danny Cannell, gone. Both of those guys, very successful on their own now. Will Kane, 
Will Kane got fed up with ESPN as a whole and of their politics and left for Fox News. He's on Fox and Friends on the weekend, and he shows up during the week during a lot of their shows. It should be noted, by the way, Will Kane replaced Bomani Jones in that PM time slot on the radio. ESPN's ratings skyrocketed. Do you know what Will Kane is? He's a, actually a conservative. Which is one reason why he actually left ESPN. But you get the point. I listened to Will Kane's show on ESPN in that time slot. You know what Will Kane loved to do? He loved to actually talk about sports. <laughs> Imagine that. Guess what Ryan Rosillo and Mike Gullick had in common? And Danny Cannell, they like to talk about sports. This is Bobby Burak. Talk about a kick in the nuts to all these successful ESPN personalities. ESPN said it could ill afford to keep employed. We hope radio legend Mike Gullick can one day rebound from his ousting. Hashtag white privilege. Resigning Jones proves ESPN does not serve its viewers. See, sports fans do not like Bomani Jones. We absolutely hate his guts. We do. We don't like being called racist when we're not racist. And we don't like uh, we don't like being drug across the floor when we say, hey, just speak, uh, keep, keep it to sports, bud. They see him on air, and they quickly turn the channels. They've reminded ESPNs of their feelings during each of his promotions. The network has tried to make him a star for the better half of a decade. It's a failure. It's an utter failure. First, ESPN tried to groom him as the next Colin Cowherd, the voice of sports talk radio. But unlike Cowherd, Jones wasn't good on the radio. Per the ratings, Bomani Jones was the worst national sports radio host ever. Imagine that. By the ratings. That is not hyperbole. His PM radio show recorded the lowest ratings in ESPN radio history. And he lost a record 90 affiliates. I mean, what else do you need to know? The network had to cancel his program in 2017. The ratings for the time slot quickly rebounded after Will Kane replaced Jones per ESPN's own press releases. Single-handedly tanking a radio lineup would have proved career-ending for most hosts, but not for Jones. He's too privileged. Yeah, you are privileged, in fact. Following the cancellation of his program, ESPN promoted Jones to television. Former company president John Skipper had hoped TV viewers would despise Jones to the same degree as radio listeners. Unfortunately for Skipper, TV viewers hated Jones as well. In 2018, High Noon with Bomani Jones and Pablo Torre. I don't know if you guys remember that. It wasn't on very long. I remember it. Debuted at noon Eastern Time. The show followed the highly rated First take with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, it had a great lead-in. Shirley Jones couldn't fail while inheriting Stephen A.'s large audience, ESPN thought. Wrong again. It turned out Bomani Jones' race-baiting did not resonate to the same degree as Stephen A.'s. High noon quickly set record lows. 
in the noon time slot. Give Jones credit. Losing 60% of first takes audience is no simple task. But ESPN wasn't ready to cancel another Jones-led program quite yet. Rather, they moved his show to 4 p.m. after three months of record low viewership. Want to guess what happened next? Correct. Bomani Jones set new lows at 4 p.m. He did so in a block with PTI, the highest rated show on ESPN. The network finally canceled High Noon in 2020, but instead of firing Jones for his repeated failures, ESPN continued to pay him to host a podcast that centers around the topic of, wait for it, racism. (laughs) God dang. You'll notice from the press release today that ESPN did not mention a single of Bomani Jones' accomplishments as they did for Phil Yates or any other recent signing. That's because A. Jones has none, and his re-signing has nothing to do with success. See, ESPN can decline to, re- decline to re-sign names like, oh yeah, let us not forget, forget Trey Wingo, Bobby Carpenter, who now works for OutKick, and Ron Jaworski, because they do not have the deadly race card in their pocket. But Monty Jones does. He's built a career out of baseless accusations of racism. Please see the Trey Lance story. Last year, he declared white people the problem within all layers of sports and business. I guess white people are why your shows all fail, right? Moreover, his online supporters use this card to protect him from any further career downfall. Jamel Hill and the Twitter bros accuse ESPN of racism when they canceled his show. Wow. Wow. Uh, effed up on so many levels, Jamel Hill had said, Bo and Pablo didn't deserve this. They had become, in many ways, the conscience of ESPN. There's a trend growing there, and if you think for a minute, you'll see it. <laughs> Citing poor viewership, ESPN decided to cancel High Noon. I mean, what do you need to see exactly? The too bad white guy, Ryan Rosillo, didn't have anti-racist Twitter at his disposal when ESPN demoted him. Despite his rating success, I continue to say that's their biggest loss. Rosillo has like the third or fourth biggest sports podcast in the world now. He works for The Ringer. ESPN has received no return on its decade-long investment of Bomani Jones, and it knows it never will, yet the cowardly bosses would rather pay him to do minimal work than to allow him to go elsewhere and call the company racist. But ESPN isn't the only fool. He hosts a show on ESPN thanks to his friendship with show producer Adam McKay. How is the show doing, you might ask? Yep, you guessed it. Record lows there, too. And that's even following John Oliver. Oh, so, and Bobby Burrack's point is, essentially... Jones has done nothing of merit to keep his job, yet here he is actually getting re-signed when it's pretty obvious why some of the real talent was let go. Trey Wingo, white guy. Uh, Bobby Carpenter, white guy. Jaws, white guy. Ryan Rosillo, white guy. Ryan Rosillo might argue that one. Sorry, Ryan, white guy. Uh, Danny Cannell, white guy. Oh, especially Danny Cannell, white guy. Um... 
Got too woke for Will Kane, white guy. Um, the list goes on and on. Kenny Mayne, Mike Golick, the legend, Mike Golick. Um, all these folks are gone. I mean, can you imagine how good an afternoon ESPN debate show would be or a radio-type show that would have had Ryan Rosillo sitting across from Mike Golick Jr. right now? I, I mean, it would be must see sports television every single day. Even if it was a radio show that was just simulcast on television, I'd watch it every single day. And I suspect everybody else would too. And I suspect the podcast numbers on something like that would be when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply huge now no, not 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 happening but Bomani Jones will get re-signed now what kind of privilege do we call this now just wondering could somebody tell me is it the same privilege that Deshaun Watson benefited from for the last two years when essentially the mainstream media completely ignored him and all his sinister massage work that he did is it that same kind of privilege? Just wondering. Oh, man. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for our black and white sports. Well, we had our suspicions that this was something that had been brewing for quite some time. As we know, uh, Giselle and Tom are no longer wearing their wedding rings. And there was a lot of controversy. Tom Brady had taken days off during training camp randomly. And there were rumors out there. Rumors of a split between Giselle and Tom potentially and then that news broke and it became very big news and the one thing that seemed to be pretty apparent was Giselle wasn't happy about Tom having returned to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after retiring once uh well it seems from a news story from TMZ Sports that Giselle has threatened to divorce Tom several times and it's all over football it's over him playing football. She has been ready for Tom Brady to walk away from the game. He's been playing, what, 20 years or so? Um, maybe Tom Maybe Tom thought this was just a, an empty threat, and here we are. Okay, now it's gotten real. As we know, I did a story yesterday where we're finding out that they're literally looking at splitting up assets now. It's gotten that serious. Giselle Bunchen threatened to divorce Tom several times before, all over football. Giselle Bunchen left Tom Brady recently, declaring their marriage was over, but TMZ has learned this was not the first time. 
Sources connected to Giselle tell TMZ Giselle has separated from Tom and threatened to divorce him several times over a period of years. And it was all over football. Our sources say the sticking point for years has been Giselle wanted Tom to get out of the game. And although she's publicly talked about her fear he would develop CTE, she's been very upset with his NFL schedule, which takes him around the country for six months out of the year. We're told she simply hates it. We're told Giselle has threatened divorce in the past each time over football, but they were able to work things out. This time, however, we're told it's different. Both have hired high-profile family attorneys in South Florida. And her attorney has repped a number of celebs in high-profile divorces. Sources say the lawyers are already working on terms, including a property settlement. We're told it's as amicable as it can be. Tom Brady and Giselle are on speaking terms, but there is still tension. Well, I mean, that seems to confirm what we've been talking about, that this is this has been about football. Uh, you know, I suggested... Well, should Tom Tom leave the game only because he has played the game so long, right? Uh, Seven Super Bowls, you've got all these achievements. Uh, But you've got to wonder now, okay, does any of this, is any of this related to him taking that job at Fox Sports? Because, yeah, although you are at home, some, you're still leaving to go out on the job to do that broadcasting gig. And he signed a 10-year deal to do that. So one way or another, he was not going to be home maybe as much as she expected. Now, that's just speculation. But you got to wonder if something about that was part of the issue. Because um, I can't remember if that deal broke before the news of him coming back or vice versa. Whatever the deal is. Um, for the longest time, people thought Tom would not get into broadcasting, right? He was going to be a family man, this and that and the other. Uh, so there it is right there. I mean, she's in her mind. I'm sure she's like, okay, five Super Bowls. Are you retiring? Six Super Bowls. Are you retiring? Seven Super Bowls. Are you retiring? He's probably like, oh, this shit again. Are we talking about football? And he may just be like enough is enough. You know, you threatened me so many times, I'm just finally going to say to hell with it. Sounds like she may have said to hell with it. Um, He's banged up right now. I did a video earlier on the other sports channel about that. He's got an injury on his throwing finger, one of his his right, right hand, one of his fingers, and he's got a potential rotator cuff injury. He looks beaten up out there right now. I said that this may focus Tom into going on a rampage again in the NFL. Because if you look, some of the years the Patriots had drama, Tom absolutely killed it out on the field. Uh, So you got to wonder, if he can get healthy, is he going to turn this into something great later in the year? Weirdly, I'm getting sort of fired up to see if Tom Brady and the Buccaneers make a big run. I don't know. Maybe. If he can get this behind him, peace. I'm out till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.
right, Black and White Network, we are back with another video. We got some breaking news from the White House. Now, Beijing Biden knows he's in trouble in the midterms. Democrats are in major, major trouble here in the midterms, folks. And I guess I kind of could have speculated that Joe Biden would actually try to do something pretty desperate here to actually salvage the midterms for the Democrats. I don't think it's going to work. But now Joe Biden now has pardoned thousands of people in federal prison for simple marijuana possession. He actually did that. And I believe this is strictly because of the midterms. He is in huge, huge trouble and also the Brittany Griner situation, if you guys have been following us over on Black and White Sports, she was actually sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison for bringing in uh, canisters with uh, hashes oil used for marijuana over there. I believe she had like less than a gram or something like that. I don't remember exactly. And Joe Biden has been taking a lot of heat for actually saying, Oh, she's wrongfully detained over there while you have thousands of people here in the United States locked up for the same thing. Here we go, guys. Breaking. This is on the Daily Wire. Biden pardons thousands with federal convictions for drug crimes, orders states to do the same. Now, he has not decriminalized marijuana possession. He can't do that. That would actually take a... um. And at the Congress right there, he, he just can't sign something and overturn federal law like that. But this is why he's actually pardoning uh, the people locked up in federal prisons. Now, the states. Now, this is going to be kind of interesting, guys. He wants the states to actually follow his lead and do the same thing. Now, he may actually try to, you know, take it out on red states that said, no, we're not going to actually do that. But anyway, it says here, Beijing Biden announced Thursday afternoon that he was pardoning thousands of people who had prior federal convictions for possessing marijuana, and he urged governors to do the same at the state level. Biden said that people being being held accountable for choosing to violate marijuana laws, quote, has upended too many lives and incarcerated people for conduct that many states no longer prohibit. Criminal records for Marijuana possession have also imposed needless barriers to employment, housing and educational opportunities, he said. And while white and black and brown people use marijuana at similar rates, black and brown people have been arrested, prosecuted and convicted at disproportionate rates. Now, who can you actually thank for that? You can. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I actually thank Joe Biden for that for the 1994 crime bill. Joe Biden did that. It was Joe Biden. So for you people out there that vote Democrat and don't know what you're really voting for. This man is the reason why the quote unquote black and brown people were locked up. It was him. He did that. But anyway, 
quote, I am announcing a pardon of all federal of all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana. Biden said. I have directed the attorney general to develop an administrative process for the issuance of certificates of pardon to eligible individuals. There are thousands of people who have have uh, prior federal convictions for marijuana possession who may be denied employment, housing or educational opportunities as a result. Next, Biden urged all governors to do the same, saying that if uh, people should not be in local jail or state prison for that reason. Biden also said that he was directing his health and human services secretary and the attorney general to initiate a, a review process looking at how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. So there you have it, guys. This is a desperate move for votes. Nothing more. This is a very, very desperate move because he wants to salvage the midterms. Nothing more than that, even though Biden is the reason why so many people were actually locked up in federal prisons. Now, let me let me tell you this, guys. I talked about this on the uh, sports channel here. There was an NBA player named uh, Montrez Harold this summer. The man was caught with a bunch of weed in Kentucky, and it's actually against the law over there. He was actually um, arrested, detained and it's completely illegal over there in um, Kentucky. He was actually looking at, uh, I believe, three or five years in prison. But you know what the, the cops said? The cops said, we're not the, the weed police. They really didn't even care. And guess what, folks? He was actually only charged with a um, a misdemeanor. A misdemeanor. And if he actually stays clean the next, um, the next uh, 12 months, it will be expunged from his record. That was in a red state, folks. That is in a red state right there. So Joe Biden is going to try to weaponize this for states, probably red states that don't want to actually overturn. You know, weed, weed convictions or anything like that. He's going to use that. But in states anyway, they're not even really prosecuting weed. They're just not. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, what do you guys think Joe Biden is doing? This is a desperation move. And when it comes to the midterms, folks, nobody cares about marijuana. That is not the top issue for people. It is mainly inflation, gas prices. And for people on the left, they're talking about abortion before weed. Nobody cares about weed. Nobody cares about that. But this is a Hail Mary. And I don't think it's going to work, guys. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Well, Black and White Sports 2 fans, we are back with another video and we're going to combine sports here and Twitter. Now, you guys may know that there's a new sheriff coming to town. His name is Elon Musk, African-American, and the left is freaking out that his deal to buy Twitter will go through. And you know what, folks? It's really, really good for the shareholders. They're getting a premium. After news uh, came out the other day that um, the deal would actually go through when he tried to kill the deal, 
uh, because of a problem with bots and Twitter didn't want to actually disclose uh, what percentage were actually bots. And I believe there's a bunch of bots over there. I really do. The, the stock actually kind of went down. It did. But now that he's actually buying it, I believe that the shares went up to like $51 per share. And he's going to be uh, selling somewhere, I believe, at uh, $54 a share. So they're definitely getting a premium. Now, Twitter is run by a bunch of communists and the woke employees over there are freaking out. But guys, let's focus on the athletes on Twitter. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Ronaldo. Well, they're going to lose a lot of followers, folks. Check this out. On Outkick here. Here's how many followers athletes could lose with must Twitter sell. Now, this isn't a fact right here. I believe these are something like betting odds or something like that. I'm not really sure. Um, I believe that Twitter actually did say they had roughly like 5% um, bots. But if you look at um, this sample size here of just athletes, it's actually bigger than that. Okay. It says here, the big news in the tech world is Elon Musk's impending purchase of Twitter, which could cause some accounts to lose followers, including a healthy drop for some athletes accounts. Now, initially, when the deal was announced months ago, it was kind of funny, guys, that people on the right conservatives actually started uh, gaining more followers and people on the left started losing a bunch of followers. My theory was that uh, Twitter was actually trying to purge bots. I really do believe that, folks. But anyway, one of the things Musk has repeatedly talked about is getting rid of the bots that permeate the social media uh, networking site. Of course, this means that some people will see a considerable decline in followers. Just how much? Well, fortunately, sports betting pick Pickwise did some digging and came up with some numbers. They took the 10 most followed athletes on Twitter and ran their accounts through the website Follower, follower audit to get the following results. Now, I believe they're actually going by um, what athletes have the most followers. And uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, soccer player. Soccer is a uh, worldwide sport. We call it soccer here, but, you know, the rest of the world calls it football. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he actually has uh, 50 million followers or something like that. Probably even more. But this man is going to lose like. 7.28% of his followers. He's going to lose 7.25 million followers. That is a lot, at least projected here. Now, of course, the top uh, athletes on here are all soccer players for the most part until you get to LeBron James at uh, number six right here. But um, Kaka, I don't know who that is. Neymar, Ronaldinho, I've heard of him. Uh, LeBron James, when it comes to athletes outside of um, soccer, he's set to lose like 1.8 million. So it really looks like a lot of these soccer stars have a bunch of bots. But LeBron James, he is going to lose roughly 3.58%. And Kevin Durant is on here too. He's in that soccer range right there. Uh, looking like, Looks like he's actually going to lose 7.48%. And you guys know that LeBron James is a social justice warrior and I'm willing to bet a whole bunch of bots interact with his account. And you know what? Maybe this was the plan for the self-admitted communists over there at Twitter to push left wing propaganda. And when it comes to athletes to push left wing athletes, 
I find it interesting, guys. This is going to be very, very interesting to actually see what happens when Elon Musk actually takes over Twitter. I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of heads are going to roll. Not only, you know, inside the company, because I believe he's going to clean house over there. But um, these bots, these SJW bots over there probably won't be following LeBron James very much at all. I mean, this guy's pretty pathetic. Now, I'm wondering um, how many followers Megan Rapinoe actually has, because we do a lot of videos on Megan Rapinoe. Now, here they just took the uh, the top 10 uh, most fo- followed uh, sports stars. Megan Rapinoe is not that. But man, it's going to be glorious to actually, you know, go back and see how many she actually loses. Now, I do believe that Elon Musk can end up owning uh, Twitter. They said like in a week or something. I'm not really sure. But from what I understand right now, when we found out that the deal was actually going to go through. I think more purges started happening here. I think the bots started to go down more. So, man, Twitter is a dumpster fire. I am not on Twitter. I'm on True Social. I'm on Getter. I'm on Parlor. I don't really post anything anywhere. Uh, the best place to find me is right here on Black and White Sports 2, Black and White Network dot com. Also, Black and White Sports and the Matrix and Roadshow. That's where you'll find me. And if you would like to support us, guys, make sure you go over to blackandwhitenetwork.com. Pick up a membership just starting at five dollars per month. You can support us or you can give a one time donation over there at the website. Everything will be in the description if you would like to support us. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports two fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Network. Well, here we go again. I saw this this morning and I said, you know what? I understand. It's 4.50 in the morning. I'm recording this video. Lori Lightfoot. Oh, my goodness. We've got her out there. Her laundry list of things that she likes to do that doesn't include helping her city of Chicago. Of course, on this channel, we've got a weekly series where we chronicle the violence in Chicago. Keep in the back of your mind. This past week saw a three and seven-year-old get shot. Okay? Keep that in mind. Uh, also keep in mind and a byproduct of this store of, of, of this video is yet another business moving out of Chicago. Now Tyson is trying to do some creative wording. Okay. Uh, McDonald's employees don't want to go back to corporate offices because of crime. They've just come out and said it. She's feuding with the CEO of McDonald's in Chicago, Caterpillar, Boeing, Citadel, Should we keep going? The list of companies that have said to F with Lightfoot. Uh, Let's take a look at what Lightfoot's doing right now before we get to this story so you can see where her priorities are. She's getting drug in in the comment. My sweet home Chicago, I once loved is gone. I love my home in Florida. Okay, think about that a minute. That's the that's the comment up here at the up top. 
Here's Lightfoot right here. Yep. This is from 19 hours ago while Tyson Foods is moving their business out of out, out of the state to Arkansas. This is what Lori Lightfoot is doing. This is where her priorities are. Once again, out there, making videos, the last one, uh, uh, because karaoke is so important to uh, making sure that your town is a well, and your city is a well-ordered, uh, uh, old and safe machine, right? Uh, here we go. Chicago faces more corporate departures as Tyson Foods moves to Arkansas. And I'm sure you're wondering where the hell was the sound there. Uh, it's playing a song, a song that would get this copyrighted, so I, I had to mute it. It is what it is. Um, but I wanted to play it, and then now I got Fox News playing there. Okay, let's go. Tyson Foods is joining other corporate heavyweights, moving jobs out of Illinois. Yeah, J.B. Pritzker is not without blame here, too. So let's let's make sure he gets a shout-out uh, for failures in that state. The biggest U.S. meat company by sales said Wednesday it will relocate about 1,000 corporate employees from the offices in Chicago and suburban Downers Grove, along with those in Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, to its headquarters in Springdale, Arkansas. It is the latest shakeup for Tyson, which has about 1,000 corporate employees in the Chicago area and South Dakota offices. Nationwide, the meat company has about 120,000 employees, 114,000 of those are working in production plants. A company spokesperson said there will be no layoffs uh, associated with the relocations. And according, now, I'm going to tell you, the CEO, in my opinion, is giving a, a statement, and he's trying to cover for Chicago right now, in my opinion, because, look, I managed 12 years in the corporate world, pretty high-level management. Um, his, his explanation makes no sense whatsoever uh let me read this part to you right here that i just i just don't buy bringing our talented and corporate team members and businesses together under one roof unlocks greater possibilities to share perspectives and ideas while also enabling us to act quicker to solve problems provide innovative products solutions that customers deserve and value um and jb prisker did say uh is Tyson is making decisions based on its own own corporate needs. Okay. Uh, still, Tyson's decisions, another blow to Chicago's uh, business community. Look, Lightfoot is responsible for that city's economy. All right? And growing jobs, adding businesses, and instead she's losing businesses for whatever reasons they want to talk about. After hedge fund Citadel said in June it was moving to Miami. Man, that mayor is kicking ass down there. He's a Republican. Boeing... Also said this year it would move its headquarters uh, to Virginia from Chicago. Caterpillar announced it was moving. Kellogg, however, based corporate headquarters for its largest businesses, Snacks, in Chicago after announcing a split in the three uh, independent companies. Um, and McDonald's employees are wanting the hell out of there, too. Uh, they're, they don't even want to go to the office because of crime right now. Uh, so... There you go. I mean, it is what it is. She's lo- she's losing the Chicago Bears to Arlington Heights, um, and there look. There's multiple stories out there surrounding the Bears and crime, and the fact that they're just wanting to get 
their uh, football team out of the city over into an area that is considered much safer. All right. Um, are there financial considerations besides that? Of course. Of course there are. But at the end of the day, this this city is under Lightfoot's umbrella. Okay, we've seen her out dancing the cha-cha. I believe she was actually doing that on a Friday going into a Warzone weekend. What was the other one we saw? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, at the, the Gay Pride Festival. Uh, holding up signs, F Roe versus Wade or something like that. Oh, F uh, Clarence Thomas. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so that's what she's doing right now while businesses are moving out. People are getting shot. Three and seven-year-olds are getting shot. And um, she's making TikTok videos right now for karaoke. Huh, I hope karaoke's got a really, really big return on investment in Chicago. My gut feeling is it probably doesn't. Wow. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Tyson is going bye-bye while Lori Lightfoot is once again acting like a dumbass Democrat. Peace. I'm out. Until next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Make sure you use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. guys i'm not sure if you guys have seen this video that's uh going viral on youtube it's from a channel called blk dating now i did not know about this channel um it has um i believe uh 2500 subs but they have a video on their channel now that is getting ratio to hell it has over 271,000 views on it and boy the ratio is bit time and this is a prime example, folks, why Democrats take the black vote for granted. They know that they actually pretty much have it in the bag. And this is just pretty pathetic, guys. It really, really is that um, that black people have been voting against their own interests. They've been complaining about the same thing for decades, but they keep voting Democrat no matter what. Now, guys, this uh, BLK dating video that is a uh, left-wing propaganda boy. Black people should really, really be embarrassed that um, it seems like probably some liberal put them up to this. Check this out. This is on their YouTube channel here, folks. This video has 563 thumbs up and an astounding 18,000 thumbs down. 18,000 because this video is called no voting, no fucking with a V. Now, I do believe that they actually meant to put the F in there because this video is about if you don't go and vote, you don't get any action in the bedroom. Now, it has Saucy Santana and Trina in it and Saucy Santana is a black man 
that's gay, but actually has a boob job and a Brazilian butt look. These are the kind of people that Democrats think black people represent. And that's not the case. But we're going to go ahead and react to this video, guys. And let, you've been warned. It is pretty, pretty cringe here. Let's go ahead and play it. Just just look at that, man. Look at this. No voting, no fucking. I, I, I'm gonna let's let's continue on. What? What? Did he just talk about another man's? My goodness. He don't sing bro. The only red flag is that he don't vote. This, this, this midterms for all the single cues. Wanna hit this booty? Gotta do your civic duty. Now vote in. Hit this booty. My goodness. He actually said that. This dude is pretty disgusting. This this is why Democrats, namely why Democrats, don't take the black vote seriously. Universal health care. Left wing propaganda right here. They're telling you to go out there and vote for Democrats. High inflation. Gas prices out of control yet again. If you want to come, come before the deadline, come in the jacuzzi, Jerry Mander, this coochie. No, <laughs> what the? Why are they doing this? Why did? Boy. Voting and sets. Really? I'm embarrassed, guys. I am embarrassed by this video. This does not represent black people. This doesn't. This is a. Um, I, I'm a lost words, guys. Why are they trying to connect voting to sets? 
Why are they doing this? But you know what? There's still going to be black people that probably see this go. like, Yeah, let me go ahead and vote Democrat. Universal health care. Because Saucy Santana. And Trina. Said so. I'm just stunned by this, guys. I am stunned by this. But this video is getting downvoted to hell. Downvoted to hell. People are roasting this. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I ain't got nothing else to say, guys. I, I really don't have anything else to say. The video right there. I mean, if you're considering going out there and voting, don't let this be the inspiration for you to go out and vote. Chances are people that are, go- that are actually going to go out and vote because of this uh, video here. Probably don't know what they're voting for at all. I mean, they're talking about a man's penis sides. Um, a woman's private parts. This kind of thing. This is insulting to black people. You know what? If Joe Biden actually saw this, you know, he's probably thinking, man. Wow. He's probably thinking, man, these these people are still going to go out and cast their vote for Democrats. I mean. This is why they don't take us seriously, folks, because we glorify deviant behavior like this. Unbelievable. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for our Black and White Sports 2. We're going to talk about Tom Brady and Mac Jones. Yeah. Two of my favorite quarterbacks going right now uh, because both of them have obvious injury issues. Uh, and Tom Brady, mm, he he was not at practice. Believe it or not, Mac Jones actually tried to practice yesterday. Tom Brady did not. If that tells you anything, of course, uh, Mac Jones has got a badly sprained ankle. We all saw that that horrible picture of him in blatant agony. Uh, so Ian Rappaport come out and said that uh, that I guess he was also in some mental anguish watching Bailey Zappi go toe-to-toe with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So you guys know I'm pretty high on Mac Jones. I think he's got a lot of uh, potential for the future, provided the Patriots don't jack it up. And once again, I'm going to voice the fact that I absolutely hate what the Patriots have done to their offense in the second year of their quarterback. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Just elevate somebody up, somebody that runs the Josh McDaniel system, and keep the structure the same around the structure and the system the same around your quarterback. Um, I, I think it's one of the reasons a lot of young quarterbacks fail because – we all see it with bad teams. Coaches get fired. Offensive coordinators get fired. You look up, 
And by the fourth year of a quarterback, they've had four offensive coordinators and three schemes. Well, that's not going to help anybody. Uh, let's get to this. We're going to start with Tom. Of course, Tom's got a lot of drama. Away from the field, this is a PFT. Tom Brady out of practice with a right shoulder and right finger injuries. Uh, now, what's interesting is he was going to take Wednesdays off. I wonder if that's stopped now that we found out that it looks like a divorce is actually going to proceed. I wonder if he plans on uh, now still practicing on Wednesdays. Uh, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady missed practice Wednesday with a right finger and right shoulder injuries. Ian Rappaport of NFL Media reported earlier this week that Brady is dealing with a minor rotator cuff injury. Brady injured his shoulder on a strip sack by Chiefs cornerback Legereus Sneed in the first half of Sunday night's game, but didn't miss a play. Brady injured his right ring finger in a September 18th game, that game against the Saints where they had the brouhaha, on a uh, fumbled snap exchange with center Robert Hainsey. Bucks added him to the injury report with the finger injury September 23rd. He has not missed a snap in the past two games because of his finger injury. And Brady was one of four that missed practice. Now let's get over and we'll get to Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones attended practice on Wednesday and made some throws. He believes he can play Sunday and is pushing to make it happen. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, quote, he's listed as limited today. I would say at least this means he has a shot of being out there Sunday, Rappaport said. Ian Rappaport again, okay. Quote, he is the Patriots starter. You know he was dying out, out there when Bailey Zappi was going toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. If it is humanly possible for Mac Jones to be out there on the field this week, he will be. Rappaport later reported that Jones was indeed, quote, limited in practice on Wednesday. He took first-team reps ahead of Bailey Zappi and newly signed Garrett Gilbert. Oh, Lord. Garrett Gilbert is back. Alliance of American Football. He's been on all kinds of practice squads in the NFL. According to the Boston Globe's Jim McBride, also noted, Brian Hoyer was not at practice. Hoyer left Sunday's game in the first half with a head injury. Zappi finished the game in his place, helping the Patriots take Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay to overtime in an eventual loss. When asked before practice if Zappi will start on Sunday, Patriots head coach Bill Belichick said, we'll see, I don't know. Just take it day, to, day by day. Jones missed Sunday's game entirely with a high ankle sprain last week. It was reported he was expected to miss, quote, multiple games due to the severity of the sprain. He attended practice last Friday but did not participate. He's definitely made some progress, Belichick said. With Jones and Hoyer's injuries, there are plenty of questions about the status of the Patriots quarterback situation. Belichick dodged most of them. And he was accidentally interrupted in the middle of one. He responded with a bit of humor. I'm glad you did. Belichick said of the interruption and a smile. I was going to get into great depth about the quarterback situation. Uh, so, anyway, uh, that's where we're at with 
that let me get you back maybe maybe not for whatever reason i no longer have a cursor on my screen what the hell Okay, so that's where we are with Mac Jones. Um, like I said, I don't love what the Patriots have done with their offensive scheme at all. Um, it doesn't say that Tom Brady's in danger of missing this game, uh, so I don't know, but all I do know is he's 45 years old, okay? I'm 47. Now, what I can tell you is at 45, injuries don't heal the same as they did at 25 or even 35 okay um i power lifted and bodybuilded for years i lifted a lot of heavy heavy weight i got problems right now because of it so i mean thank my hips aren't great because of all the heavy lifting and um so you know you don't bounce back as quick you just don't and in fact um you got to wonder with jones is Mac trying to come back because he might be worried about his job? I hope that is really not on the table at this point. I know he has struggled and threw a few interceptions. But look, they installed a completely new scheme on Mac. And uh, I, I don't understand it. I don't know why they did it. I, I guess they thought, well, Josh McDaniels is gone. He's going to be a head coach. Let's use this opportunity to change schemes completely. But again, you had a second-year guy coming into his second year, and you had a chance, the Patriots had a chance, to be a real playoff team. And there's been some real speculation that, you know, this was a cost-cutting measure by the Patriots by not going out and getting somebody that ran Josh McDaniel's system as an offensive coordinator. Uh, so I don't know. The the main one that everybody's talked about, of course, is somebody that's been there, Bill O'Brien. They didn't want to get him. They didn't want to pay for him. That was the word. I don't know. They thought he would end up turning around and being a college coach, and they would lose him anyway. But then maybe O'Brien brings a brings a uh, you know a QB co uh, coach with him that you can elevate from that point with the same scheme. You get you get my drift. I don't like the Patricia-Joe Judge thing at all. I think that's been a terrible move uh, for a second-year QB. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Make sure you use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.